I don't know what episode this is. Um, it's just one of the random episodes, to be honest. But yeah, this is um, one of the first few episodes of the uh, Our Inner Voices podcast. And um, today I'm going to be speaking with the homie, my younger brother, Diolu. Um, we've been thinking for a while. We got a topic. Uh, it's a bit difficult these days to come by topics. I mean... I'm sure they'll be a bit more frequent once I get used to this. So, Diolu, uh, introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Diolu Adioye, 19 years old, uni, currently uni student. I guess that's all, really all the important information. Uh, career-wise, I guess I'd say I'm like mainly a writer, but obviously that such a like such an, aspiring to such a career requires some. Um, you know, political, like, thoughts now and again. So I guess I'm, that's my main basis for being for doing these discussions here. Now, Adiolu has been so kind as to offer his opinions on a topic which I think is... um, I think this topic has been discussed in a lot of circles. Um, I personally have had this discussion with quite a few of my friends. And the topic is, do you think there should be an age limit on those who are allowed to run for office now when we say office we're talking about um presidents uh prime ministers and uh, government officials in general like you know congress um house of parliament stuff like that now i, I mean i'll start and i'll give you my take personally i don't think there should be an age limit i mean i think it depends I really think it depends. So, for example, there's this um, idea we have in society, which is a fair enough idea, which is that older people are more, um, older people are wiser. They have more experience of life and they've, you know, they've done, they've gone through the things which we're only just starting to realize. And so they're in a better position uh, to give us advice. And in terms of being in charge, they are usually people think they're in a better position to rule the country or to rule or to decide the state of affairs now i don't see a problem with that it, it, to an extent right i think if somebody is um able-bodied i think if they're they're of sound mind they should be allowed to run for office because sometimes we might not agree with the ideas of uh we might not agree with the ideas of some people but you can't always chalk it down to just their age. But yeah, Diolu, so, so why do you think... Um, sorry to put words into your mouth, but I'm, I'm assuming you're on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. So why do you think there should be an age limit? It's, it's like, think about it, right? Think about all the jobs in society. Pretty much every job has, like, an age of retirement where beyond which you're not allowed to be in that job, right? So if you're like an, I'm not sure obviously what jobs, because there's too many jobs in society to know what applies to everything. But I'm, I don't think you're going to like, 
want your I think you're gonna prefer if your doctor isn't like going senile themselves <laughs> when they're supposed to be like diagnosing your problems. So it's a similar thing for like government officials. It's like if you're my government official, I need you to be aware of the current political and social climate, political, social and economic climate. I need you I need to believe that you on some level care about me and care about the society that you're supposed to be running. And I need to believe that you're capable of carrying out actions that are going to like benefit everyone and make life better for people, if not better, at least more convenient. You know, I'm expecting you to do things that will be positive, not just things that will be self-serving. And, and that's where the whole age thing comes in, because once you get to a certain age, as everyone knows, getting older means your risk of like, you know, um, dementia, um, arthritis, cancer, all these like physical and mental diseases is constantly rising. So exponentially, each year you get older, you're more likely to suffer from one of these things. So I just don't think it makes sense to be putting people who are this high risk of contracting one, like these, one of these mental or physical illnesses in charge of the most important part of our society, which is running our society. It's like, it just, it makes no sense to me, especially because throughout history, you always notice the people in charge are like, are old. They're old. It's always the old people because they are the ones in charge. And so they create a landscape in which they in which they can take power and in which they can keep power and considering that most of the population is younger people it makes no sense to me that all the young people's ideas are basically just getting shut down and locked in the vault because a bunch of people who were born and grew up in a climate 40 50 years in the past think they have the think they have the not just a right, but like it's their, you know, they deserve to be in charge just because they're older. Like, yeah, age brings with it like wisdom through life experiences. But in this, but like human, I feel like human development is not just a straight line graph, it's a curve. It goes up as you grow up, and at a certain point, it starts to dip again. And you start, and that's around like, you know, the ages of like 60, 70 where you stop being like at your peak and start to deteriorate again. And we should be looking for our leaders to be as near to that like physical and mental human peak as possible. And I don't think we should be letting like 67, maybe not six, like 70, 80 year olds be in charge of us when we wouldn't let someone who was just 25 be in charge of us. That I see those two people on, the, on more or less the same level as in they're not in the perfect state that I want them to be in. If if a if someone who was like twenty five tried to run for office, one of the main things used to shoot them down would be, oh, they're too young. So why is the argument, oh, they're too old, like not so suddenly not valid? Especially because especially since like old people are disconnected. They a lot of old people just don't care what the young people think. They think the young people are fundamentally wrong on pretty much everything. And so they choose to run things the way they want to run things, even though they are not the ones currently growing up and currently dealing with the world's problems. And they're not the ones who are going to be dealing with the world's problems 40 years onwards. 
So, like, um, sorry to cut you off. I mean, it's clear that you're really passionate about this. I didn't realize. Uh, like, I, I do agree with there are like yeah like I can't understand how you would still have the the same passion and um, drive and will to drive a nation or generation forward when you yourself you know you're getting to that age where you're you yourself you're not even that bothered you know about how things are. I mean don't get me wrong I think that a lot of politicians do a phenomenal job um, regardless of their age, like Bernie Sanders, um, Bernie Sanders in his, is in his seventies. Jeremy Corbyn is in his late sixties, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, this is something we could check. Um, I know people are going to mention the fact that I don't sound like I'm prepared because I'm checking information as I'm speaking, but, uh, I don't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Jeremy Corbyn is 68. Oh my God. He is. He's yeah, he's 68. And, he was able to galvanize the young people's vote and the young people's support in the most recent election. So, and and a lot of people in America felt as if Hillary Clinton was fake and uh, phony because of the way she got Bernie Sanders out of the race. So, in these two situations, I mean, these are the obvi- two obvious situations uh, right now. In these two situations... Alright, so we have these these guys who Bernie Sanders is ordered in seventy. Hillary Clinton um Hillary Clinton was ordered is ordered in seventy when she was running. Uh Donald Trump is um I just had to have a pause there to nod my head like anyway. He's a, he, I mean, I say it's not a lot older. He acts like he's a lot older than seventy. He acts senile as as fuck. But you know, that being said, these guys Hillary Clinton was very able-bodied and Bernie Sanders had the passion for days. And we come over to the UK and um, Jeremy Corbyn's, yeah, like I said, we we wouldn't like Bernie Sanders and Jeremy Corbyn, who are two candidates who have like really connected with the young people more than any other candidate we've seen in recent years. The only other one I could think of was Obama, but he he's in his, he was in his 50s, I believe. Yeah, he was in his 50s. So like, they're they're like the ex- more like the exception to the rule, because the amount of old people who don't get what the young generations want about and don't care what the young generation thinks is just way, way too much compared to the the minute amount that actually do care and actually can connect. It's like you think of any anyone listening to this now. Think of your grandparents that are over the age of sixty five or seventy. Can you honestly say that you? looking at your grandparents and the way they treat the way they talk about your ideas and the way they interact with the with the like modern world would you say that you'd feel comfortable having them in charge of your country so obviously some some people have grandparents who are still fully capable but i feel like a lot of people would not would say no to that question and it's just like yeah we might miss out on jeremy corbyn's and bernie sanders but then the amount of people then, but we'd also be avoiding the Donald Trumps and Hillary Clintons. And I feel like that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Um, with that being said, um, this concludes the first segment of uh, today's topic. Um, the second segment is going to be more specific 
to Africa. So we're going to be talking uh, more specific to Africa and Nigeria, um, because we're Nigerians, obviously. Uh, you guys know. But yeah, the next segment is going to be more specific to Nigeria and um, the current president of Nigeria is um, he's in his 70s and he's been quite ill for a while. So, but yeah, tune in. We'll be back. Uh, welcome back uh ladies and gentlemen listening uh this is our inner voices podcast and um in our last uh in our previous segment we were talking about um do you think there should be an age limit on politicians uh taking office um my brother is of the opinion that there should be an age limit I, i believe there shouldn't be an age limit it should be up to the people However, we're not here for my views. So, um, in our second part, we're going to be speaking about um, the age, lim- the the lack of an age limit in Africa, in African politics, and how it affects the continent. Now, just to give a, a brief introduction, as you got, um, as a lot of people know, Africa is um, the most corrupt um, um, continent in the world. The reason for this corruption, a lot of people believe, is down to um, the fact that uh, certainly that most of the leaders have been in charge more or less for their entire um, for for uh, not their entire what's the word I'm looking for yeah for their entire lives almost their whole lives. A lot of these guys were in charge. Um, take Nigeria for example. Um, a lot of the people who are in charge in Nigeria. Uh, were either affiliated to someone or were particular... So a lot of people who were in charge in Nigeria were part of the military rule. So they they had solid positions or were heads of state during the military rule. Like our current president, uh, Mohamed Buhari. He was... Um, He was one of the generals during the Nigeria... when Nigeria was under the military. Um, I think he might have served as head of state at one point. I'm not. I can't fully verify this at this moment in time, but I know he had run for election like three times in the past, and people kept thinking that age was going to catch up with him eventually, and he wasn't going to be able to keep running. But lo and behold, uh, a few years ago, um, Nigeria's what a lot of people would call Nigeria's cleanest and fairest uh, election. Um, went down between the PDP uh, candidate Goodluck Jonathan and the APC candidate uh, Mohamed Buhari, and Mohamed Buhari won, and you know everything was cool. You know the people were like, "Oh yeah, change." That's always it. That feels like that's the anthem we sing in general with politics worldwide. Somebody new comes and it's like, "Oh my God, change!" Maybe finally, you know, things usually end up just moving very slowly or not moving at all. But Mohamed Buhari has been ill. He has been very ill for the last year and a half, and nobody knows what's wrong with him. I'm sure some. I'm sure his family members uh, know what's wrong with him, and we wish him the best of health. But the general public, especially the Nigerians who he represents, don't know what's wrong with him. And 
we've been run but the vice president has more or less been in charge um for the last well for, for, i'm not sure what the time frame is but he's been in charge for, for a while and this brings us back to the whole thing of age is is buhari's performance hindered because of his old age uh not old age but because of his he's fairly older than most other candidates it's is his performance uh, his performance is hindered as a result of you know his age uh, i think buhari is like he exemplifies one of africa's main problems which is that like too many leaders are not only taking power old but are keeping power for too long the Af- the average age of like a head of state in africa is apparently 70 i when i found this out i was freaked out you, you can't you don't believe 70 which is apparently even 10 years above the average age of the heads of states of the top 10 most developed countries in the world what, what does that tell you that's crazy yeah because think of, if you think about it right these these guys and i say guys because that's what they mostly are these guys cannot be like keeping power because they care about the country they're running or care about the people or any, anything like that People at, at that age, the ages of like 70, 80, 90, Robert Mugabe is 94, I believe, right now. People of these ages are thinking about, like, they're retired, most of them. They're spending time with their families, trying to catch up on hobbies that they couldn't do for the rest of their, like, most of their lives. Trying to spend the last few years they have on Earth as best they can. And this does not include greedily holding power over your country there is i cannot see any justification for holding power for as long as these guys do that is anything but like selfish and power hungry it's like it's like some people you to be of that age and still want to so badly hold on to power that even a few of them have even like worked the inner machinations of the government to like remove age limits that were already there so so they could hold power for longer i feel like if you're going to go through those like lengths at that age you're probably just like a power hungry sociopath you you just want to hold power you don't care about your people whatsoever like when it comes to like um western politicians i'm mostly willing to attribute the other politicians to just i guess they want they, they also want to hold power but probably for wealth or probably for some other reason. But with African politicians, because they're just so much older, I feel like it has to be more sinister. Especially since the, the continent who needs good leadership the most is the continent that has the oldest leaders who are, who are thinking in the past, who are acting on notions that were okay in the past but are not currently okay. I just feel like if you had an age limit on these on all these African leaders and you managed to keep the age limits enforced strictly and not just be flexible so some dude could show up and just remove the age limit like some of them have done, you'd not only be removing these individual like power-hungry people, you'd be removing entire generations of them. Because all these guys go in, a lot of these guys go into politics together and communicate and like you know, help each other along during their political careers. So by 
like cutting them off at a certain age. You're not just cutting off one guy. You're, you're basically cutting off an entire generation. Obviously, there's still going to be a few younger people who are allied with them and might even become like puppets, um, rulers. But honestly, if, if they're just going to take power anyway, I'd rather the inconvenience be there and stop them from being directly. Because at least, with a, even if you had a puppet ruler instead, there's a chance that the puppet ruler is going to act on their own, like, um, their own morality and their own code and occasionally they might break away from what the like older guy is commanding them to do see i, I look at it like this right um that's what you've said is um you've, you've expressed it beautifully and just to add to that I, I look at it like this right society evolves consistently as we've seen like as as we see every day a lot of us we have the experience of our parents asking us from time to time to help them figure out how to use the computers, how to text, you know, how to use Snapchat, even though you, you just lie to them about it because, you know, why would you show your mom how to use Snapchat? What's wrong with you? But, like, I feel like a lot of the time it's very difficult for even middle-aged parents uh, to keep in tune with the changes of society, like all the evolution and, and whatnot. How much more somebody who is who has grandkids who is like over the seventy years um seventy threshold how how is like you have to be able to understand the society you want to rule to a reasonable extent like wouldn't you like is that is that sensible yes perfectly sensible you can't if you can't even like work current technology that's it in itself hinders your ability to do your job right. Now, don't get me wrong, right? Obviously, um, I know the, the 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 I know the people who want to play devil's advocate. Obviously, the the response is well, a good leader surrounds himself with a team of people who can um, who can help him do the job without him having to do everything himself. So, a good leader delegates. This is very true, but at the same time, there's a difference between just um, giving people things to delegate about, but you being in charge in general and you generally not understanding what the hell is going on. So let me go to one of our least favorite people, Mr. Donald Trump. Donald Trump is in his 70s, right? A lot of people have said he's cynical. Maybe he's just, this is just early stages of dementia, early stages of whatever it is, right? Donald Trump is not, he makes a lot of decisions and um, a lot of jerk reactions to things, which in this current day and age, people find very weird find very frightful so for example donald trump cannot comprehend why it is unacceptable in today's society to speak about women the way he would he has been speaking about women in the time period donald trump is from where his youth was at its finest that was okay then a lot of we've heard a lot of stories of of models and women in general being um treated very very unfairly and unjustly over the years right a lot of behaviors which today we wouldn't condone donald trump doesn't understand why those things are so wrong he doesn't understand why people have such a problem with it because he's from an age where these things were fine so how what happens when he can't acquiesce to the modern day situation he finds himself in what's going to keep happening is he's going to make Decisions which he thinks are for the good of the people because I'm older than you, I know exactly what's good for you. But as we can as we've seen 
again and again during Trump's in the earliest periods of Trump's presidency. People are not happy with the decisions he makes. People are not happy when he scraps programs for kids. People are not happy when he scraps immigration programs, which are meant to help young kids um, come into the country and you know start their lives. People are not happy when he bans the transgender community from serving in the military. People are not happy when he does Muslim bans. In the eyes of Trump, he has this whole um, Ronald Reagan style to to his you know his politics, which is like, you know, fuck him. I'll do what I want. Everybody has to listen. I am the president, the emblem of society. But this is a different time. This is a time period where people are trying to collaborate more. People are trying to seek other people's opinions and knowledge to to assist with, you know, pushing society forward. We can't have somebody who feels like a, a modern. We can't have a modern day dictator. I mean, well, he is there, but you know, thank you, America. <laughs> but we can't have. We can't just have a dictator in today's time. Somebody who just comes, listens to the information, decides, you know what, well, fuck it, I'll just do exactly what I want. And this is something that comes with not understanding the time period you're in. So it, in this, it, it doesn't even have that much to do with his age, as much as it has to do with the fact that at a certain age, you believe the things you're doing are right, and you don't see other people's point of view. Like, we, we look at the countries who are currently the most progressive in a lot of ways uh canada um germany i'm to be honest i'm 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 just i don't have a succinct list in my head i'm just listing things i'm just yeah the uk of course you know we have quite a few countries which are doing quite well human rights they're not doing you know the best they could but they're up there in the human rights watch um you know people who like respect that yeah like as much as as much as i'm not his biggest fan Canada's current prime minister is Justin Trudeau is like I believe in his forties. Before Trump there was Obama who was in his fifties. Germany has once again Merkel who I'm not the biggest fan of, but she's only sixty one. And so I feel like a lot of the better leaders we're dealing with are people who are under the age limit I'm proposing. Uh no, so that being said, this is the conclusion of the second segment. Um we're going to have a conclusion in a bit. So just, yeah, try not, please don't turn it off. <laughs> so the, the third segment and the final segment of today's talk is going to be, um, so what, what is the perfect age? Where do we think the perfect age range is for our leaders? Now, um, I'll start this. I, I personally think, Somewhere in the middle is where it's always best. Uh, what I mean by that is, I think the people who are like um, adults who are like sixty-eight and above, they have a view of, they have a experience of the world that the people, those younger than them, will never be able to claim to have. Facts. They have, they like they've gone through so much in the world. They've seen so much more than everyone else. So they have that wisdom and that. Um, understanding of how the world works sometimes right then we have the young people we have all that new energy that spark of life we have that innocence the naivety that makes us think like oh yeah you know we can change things so easily and which is fair enough that that passion is necessary for society to go forward i personally think 
having people in between the ages of 45 and 65 in charge is the best and i think it's because they they share they're right in the middle okay so they share they share the 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 wisdom and the ability to be calm and listen actually to be fair this isn't an ideal world in today's world i don't actually think a lot of our politicians share that will to listen to the people and do the people's bidding however in an ideal situation i feel like the people who are middle-aged they still should have be able to connect to the younger people while at the same time being able to understand the needs and the concerns of the older people hence why i think like the age limit should be probably for world leaders between the ages of 45 and 60 six, 45 to 65 or 68 to be perfectly honest i'd say more, thir- I'd say more 35 to 65 35 is a bit young though <laughs> i don't know i i think people think like the third people in their 30s are either way older than they actually are way younger than they actually are like 30 is just, 30 to 35 is like you you're past your 20s you're no longer that crazy happy adventurous time in your life for most people at least and you start to get into the more grounded more serious portion of your life and i feel like 35 is a good like starting point for that most people who are 35 won't even be running for office because they'd have like they still have dreams that haven't died yet so i think america currently has 35 as the limits for their like how young you be to run for president so i think like 35 is a good jumping off point in reality it usually be people 40 plus running for office it's very rare to see like anyone too young i feel i think the current like youngest head of state in the world is like 29 and then the next youngest person after her is like 34 so clearly there's quite a few like there's quite a gap between like in when you look at like younger people in charge so i think like 35 to 65 would work if 65 feels a bit too much for people, maybe 70, and then it can be moved to 65 later when people have had some time to adjust. Well, with that being said, that concludes today's topic. Um, so, yeah, the way this works is, uh, I'm not quite sure, I'm still trying to figure out the mechanism around this, but if you guys have any um, opinions or comments about this, just drop me a comment in the in the comment section of wherever you're listening to this, whether on iTunes, on SoundCloud, or whether you're listening to it directly on Facebook audio, um, just drop a comment. Let me know. Let let me know how you, what you think. Should there be an age limit on people who are running for office? Um, if yes, tell me why. If no, tell me why. I hope this conversation was enlightening in some way, shape, or form. This is what we kind of. This is the vibe we're kind of we're trying to go for. Uh, going forward uh so yeah tune in for the next episode and thank you so much for listening guys